0: This is Purple Roof Podcast and Audio Articles giving you the latest news and research from the green roof industry. My name is Anna Socrison and this is the audio version of Oscar Warmadum's article Green Roof ROI: What's the deal? Why attention is the green roof ROI. Almost all green roofs are sold in regulatory environments where there are incentives and rebates, but mostly requirements to build green roofs. Often the million dollar question is dodged. What is the real economic benefit of building a green roof? How is it possible that in Washington DC, more or less every building has a green roof? But just over the border on the other side of the street in Fairfax County, one rarely sees a green roof built voluntarily. We'd like to take a close look at this from a purely economic perspective, without the environmental or architectural discussion, just the pure finance. In the end, most green roof customers are not eccentric billionaires with millions to spend on uh, do-good stuff. Sure, it's fantastic if we can help the environment, but to be honest, most of us simply can't save the world on our salaries. We must get something out of the investment. How is it possible to do good and get a return on your investment when it comes to green roofs? Continue listening to understand how. Green roof secondary benefits. Most people look at a green roof and see the following benefits. On a building scale? The aesthetics. A green roof sure is pretty. Bees and butterflies? Well, that's nice for the bees and butterflies. Doubling the life of the membrane? Well, at least this gives some economic incentive. Energy savings? Ah, Well, that's always interesting, but is it enough? So, let's go to the city scale. Well, you have the reduced heat island effects, and this is great, but will hardly affect your direct economy. Biodiversity, again, a wonderful thing that may have little to do with your direct economy. Fewer combined sewer overflows, less flooding of the city, the same there. On their own, these seven arguments do not generate an ROI for the green roof, with the result that green roofs of being value engineered equals removed. However, green roofs are a great investment, even for us mere mortals. There is a clear ROI for green roofs, and that is found in detention. Let us explain. A green roof is a water bucket. A green roof is like a big water bucket that retains water. The roof merely holds the water, which is then removed by upward evapotranspiration. Well, at least that's the dream scenario. That's not always what happens. If the green roof bucket is full, only evapotranspiration can empty it out again. Hence, one can say that the maximum retention capacity of a green roof is equal to the maximum evapotranspiration of that roof. Stormwater retention is a static event. There is no element of time. Retention works well for about 80% of routine rain events, as most often there is enough time between rain periods to empty out the green roof bucket through evapotranspiration. The rub is that those 80% rain events only equates to about 50% of the annual rain volume. The other 50% of that water that is not retained is called detained water, Or detention. Why can a roof not retain 100% of the water? Well, that is for a rather simple reason. A green roof becomes an instant pipeline once saturated. This is what happens in those cases when we get a second rain event. We call that the second day storm. It might even rain several days in a row, Rain events that are extra large, like 10, 20, 25 or 100-year storms, cause almost instant outflows, and that water, they must go somewhere. These are not routine rain events. These are large or even massive storms that cause flooding, erosion and pollution. Thus temporarily holding or detaining this 50% is most critical. And as it turns out, traditional green roofs are not so good at managing this aspect. In order to handle the other 50% that is not retained, the civil engineer builds a second bucket. This second bucket is not a retention tool, but this is a detention tool that instantaneously can receive the stormwater volume of a large rain event. And it slowly releases this over a set period of time. In short, detention is stormwater volume released over time. So how do we deal with that second bucket? The second bucket often sits at grade either in the form of a tank or in the form of bioretention, such as a dry point. This second bucket works all the time due to its pre-designated detention release rate. Think of a bottleneck with a release rate of, say, 255 liters per minute, for, for instance. Now, this second at-grade bucket is potentially less costly than the green roof, but unlike the traditional green roof, it works 100% of the time. The main drawback is that this second bucket at-grade is taking up space that could be used for alternative development. One then wonders why one would invest into a stormwater solution that has two buckets, a green roof and an at-grade solution when the one-at-grade bucket would suffice. Well, that is what we see the most. Cities have an incentive to require for building owners to build green roofs because green roofs are known stormwater volume reduction tools. They help the city manage and minimise the annual volume of water. But the city passes on the cost of the green roof to the building owner. For understandable reasons, the green roof cost is thus perceived as a tax. To be honest, because a traditional extensive green roof has no clear ROI, most often it is only the wealthy do-gooders that could do both buckets. The moment the city doesn't require the developer to build a green roof, most building owners opt out and VE the green roof. There is, however, a double bucket approach for a green roof with a clear ROI and this solution is not green but purple. You should invest In that green roof bucket but not in the way you might think if we place a purple roof plus on the roof we transfer some or all of the detention responsibility of the building to the purple roof on top of the building which has a designated detention release rate of its own the result is that the underground tank can be reduced or removed And this allows for lower excavating costs or even extra parking. And in some cities, parking generates $10,000 per year in revenue. So over a 40-year lifespan, a single extra parking spot generated by the Purple Roof Plus can pay for the green roof many times over. Or the bioretention area can be reduced or removed. And this saves costs and allows for development and perhaps even a freestanding Starbucks in place of it. The value of the safe space and the lower construction costs will pay for some, if not all, the Purple Roof cost. This is the ROI of the Purple Roof Plus. Now, finally, we see that once the green roof bills are paid for with stormwater facility savings at grade, the seven secondary benefits put some nice icing on the cake. Now, add the secondary benefits to this detention strategy. There are also additional savings for the owner. There will be an estimated 5-10% to 10% energy savings from an additional insulation impact perspective combined with a lower intake temperature when air handles are placed on the green roof. There will be an extra real estate value due to the green roof visceral impact and this often 5-10% to 10% higher rent for units facing a green roof. There will also be a doubling or tripling lifespan of the membrane, replacing a low-cost roof membrane cost between 4 to $8 per square feet, which is about 0.09 square meters, every 10 to 15 years. Those are real savings for the owner. The owner also has the other additional benefits. It's easier to sell or promote the sales or rental units with a green roof as a PR tool. And now the bees and butterflies are a great selling point. And lastly, long-term, the owner can avoid rainwater tax. A lot of cities already have this rainwater tax or will get it soon. And anyone with a Purple Roof Plus investment will be protected from this as the release rate from the roof already matches pre-existing conditions. Every roof, every building, every city and every situation is different. For good advice on the matter, don't hesitate to contact our experts for tips and advice. And thank you so much for listening. So, as, as I already said, if you have any questions, you can contact us per email at info at or through our website contact form. And don't forget to subscribe to us. You can find us on all the major podcast directories and follow us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter or YouTube. My name is Anna Sokriesen and this is Purple Roof Podcasts and audio articles bringing you the latest news and research from the green roof industry.